You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian, the well-informed. I'm here with Phil the Philobadger. Am I right with that? No spoilers. No spoilers? No spoilers. No spoilers. All right. I mean, I, I have an immediate spoiler <laughs> right here and now. It's not about Endgame, but it is. Okay. Um, if, if it was about Endgame, I'd, I'd just have to walk right out of here. Yeah. Um... No, the only uh, spoiler for Endgame is that right now I look like Thanos. But, <laughs> but. yeah, I, 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 I don't. That, that's who you, that's who you're dressed up as. I uh, couldn't, uh, I couldn't uh, put it together till just now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for the folks at and that's, home, that's well, also why you're ten feet tall right now. That's why I'm ten feet tall right now, and blue or purple in the purple face. To, uh, and... Purple. And that shiny gauntlet you have. That shiny gauntlet, yes. Um, but no, like in terms of uh, spoilers, um, do we um, often enough celebrate birthdays here? Um, no, I, I can't think of the last birthday we've celebrated here. I mean, I think it goes to say that we have to um, I, we have to bow down to our masters. I oh, don't okay. know if you know what I mean to that. No. No. no um, I'm, I'm a little lost right now. Um, today is uh, Dave's birthday. And, um, as the owner of this uh, uh, studio, um, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure he's enjoy- out enjoying himself. I'm sure he is. And us giving you a praise is literally not enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but no, like and to say to be in honor of him and his birthday, we should talk a little bit about Star Wars. <laughs> and porgs especially. And porgs. Mm-hmm. Um but that's a pork state of offense. It sure is. <laughs> no, I uh heard on the news that uh, there is, um, the Olympics are going to try and bring in Olympic lightsaber dueling. Oh, is this, uh, is this with, uh, is this with a beat saber or are they going to get actual, uh, fen- fencing foils that are painted up like lightsabers? They're going to, um, like, they're looking to use the lightsabers that are sometimes used at conventions that oh, uh, light okay. up like the mm-hmm. real like quality ones that people right. pay anywhere between a hundred to two hundred fifty dollars for oh okay yep. gonna have any purple ones in there like uh like uh sam jackson uses or um i mean they'll probably have purple red blue, blue but 
it's probably not going to be like a dual lightsaber, like have uh, like Kylo Ren uses, like um, or a Darth Maul, or it could be a Kylo Ren, but not uh, nothing like Darth Maul though. Mm-hmm. It's just. <laughs> Uh, to, that just looks like asking for trouble. It is asking for trouble. I I would automatically disqualify myself if it were um, uh, Darth Maul, though. But but that's a whole other story. Um, I one of the reasons why Olympics want to do this is because they want more sports where people are. Uh, active and of course star wars is uh at least a little bit popular <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah because you know the the you know the olympics as uh as a showcase of near of human uh, near perfection is you know as fine as it is but if it's in sports that you know most folks don't really have an interest in or don't don't understand or can't follow I can certainly see where the they'd want to generate some more attention. Yeah, absolutely. Like um, a, 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 all of us would probably poke an eye out, but oh yes, certainly. yes. <laughs> but I'd probably you know I'd probably poke an eye out, in, you know, whether it's my own or somebody else's, you know, before the duel first duel is over. But I thought <laughs> I thought that. Went without saying, <laughs> but um, but no Red Rider BB guns. Oh so, no. no! Oh no! No. <laughs> but no. Um, so speaking of um, sports that are kind of uh, fantasy, um, have you heard about all these companies like? Epic Games, uh, NetherRealm Studios, all having their uh, workers work uh, more than the normal amount of hours. <laughs> you mean like they they have to do like a couple extra hours a week to to get something out the door, or are we talking more stories of this insane hundred hour a week crunch periods that just go and that never seem to end? I think it's more along the lines of number two. <laughs> of course, I, I should know, I should know by now. Hey, we we've should, done enough of these stories. We've done enough of these stories that developers uh, beat themselves up, mm-hmm. and uh, they overall are the uh, what's it called? They're. Um, getting beat up from all directions even mm-hmm. themselves and this is a prime example of that <laughs> oh yes yeah Fortnite's doing it again you know supposedly yeah i heard i heard i heard some rumblings of that in relation to the latest mortal Kombat. um we all know the stories of uh, telltale games and uh rockstar studios and electronic arts and activision and uh, who am I missing? I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but I mean, we could just uh um drop a hat for EA, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the one that goes without saying, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
right. That's more of their. Um, that's not like the games like FIFA and things like that. Those are um, very generic. Mm-hmm. But um, in case you wanted a reason to not buy these games, don't support. You know, don't buy these games and support these uh, management practices. Uh, I mean, it's a good thing to uh, buy these games because they are, they're from a quality perspective, very good. But I, you know, in in you know, I am I am actually torn between you know wanting to support the developer and let them you know display the the work that they did put that they worked so hard for, but. At the same time, I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm finding I'm getting a lot more choosier with, you know, I don't want to support those kind of management practices. Um, even though, you know, my six, my sixty dollars for Mortal Kombat Eleven at the end of the day won't make a difference on its own. Um, yeah, but it's like if you're if the workers are not willing to work, it falls on the managers. But I think I think it may be a time now to actually within the video game space start to unionize mm-hmm. because um, um, there have been reports, not uh, accurate reports, but reports of people who have died trying to uh, build the game? I mean, build the game because they uh, spent too much hour, I mean, mm-hmm. too much time at the workspace, and they neglect their personal needs. And I mean, the the Japanese do have a word for that. I believe it's a uh, karoshi, um, where you know you literally work yourself to death and. Oddly enough, we hear most of this uh, stories out of Western developers, so I don't know if we have a Western word for that. I I would say it's corrosive, but that's the, I like that. That's the matter. That's the matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, what it's called in <laughs> um, in this um, North America or. On this side is um, burnout. <laughs> yes, so oh, lovely burnout. Yes, <laughs> it's not burnout. It's uh, if you make people work more than they're physically capable to do, then they're <laughs> um, then their physical and their mental state will decrease over time. Mm-hmm. It's, um, but that's uh, it's all about making sure that uh, you don't replace your good workers, and that uh, <laughs> you treat, make sure that you know treat all your workers with respect, not just your good ones, but you know your your more middle of the road ones. Um, and you know, I think I think you'll have a better environment for everybody. And I think you know, I do feel that that will be reflected in the final product. You'll have a final product that's you know, little little better in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Like 
being able to treat uh, your coworkers fairly and um, not have management be um, 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 know the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, um, there's been more attention now. Um, um, one of our stories has come back up on the news within YouTube, and that's the uh, uh, fall of Channel Awesome. <laughs> Didn't we cover the fall of Channel Awesome back uh, back around Christmas time last year? Yeah, we did. But um, somebody knocked, found, somebody burned the rest of the pieces to the ground or something? Uh, no, there was um, – I don't – put his name out on here there's this guy a youtube channel called cinematic venom who decided because this um he was going to make a 10 minute video about channel awesome but then when he saw all the allegations he was like this is going to need to be anywhere between an hour to an hour and a half wow so he decided to uh created a documentary out of the whole thing which was about an hour 20 minutes mm-hmm. and um, from there he's gotten the attention of most of channel awesome and gotten around a quarter of oh, over a quarter of a million views <laughs> off of it oh okay so i'm guessing uh i'm guessing Chan- the remnants of channel awesome have sent a cease and desist letter or gotten the video taken down or no he um with the video he actually played his situation fairly smart he did not monetize his video so they have not issued a strike but they have he has gotten tons and tons of hate mail <laughs> well, of course so yeah but no, it's um, I. Hey, what do you think, Phil? What do you? Um, I didn't watch this uh, documentary. I'm not sure what's all contained in there. Um, I know from when we covered it before, um, Channel Awesome was sounded anything but. Um. And, you know, if they treated folks that badly, maybe they did deserve to be burned to the ground. And, I mean, when the when the news broke, um, it was um, to a point um, not uh, – uh, how should I say this? Um, it was uh, – it was kind of squashed down considerably and um, like the channel awesome channel is still getting hundreds of thousands of views mm-hmm. <laughs> on their videos. So with cinematic venom, right. his question was why is this, uh, why are people still watching this? Why are people still watching this channel mm-hmm. given, um, the allegations and everything, and uh, I would give two reasons. One, the CEO, um, I, a lot of the people feel that it's the CEO's fault and not um, the nostalgia critic, like uh, 
Dog and Rob Walker, mm-hmm. even though some of it is. And two, he has um, Doug Walker has really, really good ties with Disney mm-hmm. because he has had his roles within uh, Wreck It Ralph and other places. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not not aware of those. So. Uh, so they've had he's had a hand in uh helping with movies mm-hmm. and um yeah but as a management company as a as a as a business they are uh no good <laughs> in the general no. scheme of things no they're not and that's kind of um, that's kind of falling true with most MCNs, like Defy Media and uh, others. Like, well, and they, you know, somebody who builds their empire on you know the work of others, you know, but you know they they are not producing their own stuff. You know, I'm seems like this kind of thing's usually inevitable. Yeah, if you base your stuff on one thing, it's. Um, if that one thing loses money, it's bound to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I would have wished that when I, um, when they were at the top, when they were at their prime, that they, um, they uh, tried to um, create, um, make a nonprofit entity out of themselves because they. Um, a lot of the creators on the channel and even the main one um, would do charity shout outs. Mm-hmm. So if they had uh, made themselves a nonprofit, they could have uh, uh, got money and revenue through that to help their creators and such. But they, from what I've seen and what I've um, uh Red, I don't believe they did. They, based on what we've described, you know, both today and in the past, I, they don't seem like the kind of folks who would have done something like that. I mean, that would eh. that I, would be out of character based on what we've heard. Yeah, it's unfortunate though, <laughs> because they were they were kind of in the right place to do it too, because mm-hmm. they had. They were part of Markiplier's network when they were really big, and they could have done charity live streams with them, and then just um, made themselves a hub. But I guess they—it um, doesn't seem likely that they did. But unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. Um, did you hear about the uh, report about uh, this one governor, I think? No. One mayor that said that nurses uh, play cards and that that's what they do all day? Not any nurses I know, that's for sure. Uh, me neither. Like. Uh, I think that was a state senator, actually, from Washington, Washington State. And uh, 
all all the nurses I know just just let her have it, as, uh, and rightly so. Oh yes, all the nurses let them have it. It's like, um, they just you're right. They let uh, let her have it. But uh, the thing that I found interesting about that was that uh, um, they made a petition on change.org and last time I saw it they were close to crossing a million signatures to have her uh, do a 12 hour shift with a nurse <laughs> I'd like to know how that comes out fortunately uh, she'll probably won't not do it she probably won't last the whole 12 hours I bet <laughs> hey they Especially um, if it's with an ER nurse, <laughs> or or even an EMT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, but, uh, I'm sure everyone's heard stories, or can probably even you know experience them themselves, where you know nurses are the glue that keeps a hospital together. I'm like, I have a, I have a relative that is a nurse, and. She, um, I may send her a text message one day and she'll reply back to me a week later <laughs> mm-hmm. because that's just how busy she is. D- nurse life for you. Nurse life, yes. But, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of, um, um, uh, just that's not an animaniacs type joke. That's it'd be more, <laughs> um, it'd be a little more darker than usual. <laughs> if, <laughs> Although nur- nurses are known for their ext- can be can some nurses that I know do have extremely dark senses of humor though, and kind of kind of as a way of uh, coping with uh, coping with nurse life. Yeah. Nurse life. Um, it's like I'm trying to think of a joke, but I have nothing coming up. Um, the the only um, nursing I could um, um, go for within the next maybe couple weeks is what's happening next weekend. <laughs> mm, what's next weekend? Um... I seem to recall we have something next weekend. Um, uh, um, I think I think we're supposed yeah. to. I think um, I'm supposed to get out my get out my little suit and kind of waddle around um, something. I think um, I may that be wrong, be but I think that uh, one of us is supposed to dress up as uh, Bar from. Um, What's that movie? Spaceballs? From Spaceballs, and the other one will probably either go as uh, Dark Helmet or Lone Star. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because... As long as you've got the Winnebago. As long as I'm... Or as long as I'm dressed in plaid, right? Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, uh, Um... But it sounds like you're uh, we're trying to we're trying to uh dance around uh PenguinCon. Is that that's next week, right? I think so. Yeah. Um I, um Yeah, I think that at PenguinCon we're going to um 
tap dance to um, where uh, to a panel that we're we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it's at but, a, that, it, but it's at a time I think when most normal people could actually get to it. Yes, I, I when I looked at the schedule, it said five p.m. It didn't say five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that's uh, that's quite a change. That's quite a change. I mean, instead of, I mean, it is during like dinner time, but yeah, I think it's a, I think that's a good time for us, mm-hmm. isn't it? I, mean, I think so. I think so too, and we can talk about ludicrous speed or, or in this case, or, or going or going plaid or, I aim. The title of it is Idiot's Guide to Microtransactions, Ludicrous Boxes Edition. <laughs> because we're going to be oh, yeah, talking we, about loot boxes, oh, yeah, right? We definitely got to cover loot boxes. Oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure we got uh, got lots of examples of uh, loot boxes. and Yes. Um, making sure that... Uh, uh, um, that loot boxes come with a, a signed contract that forces companies to unionize, uh-huh. right? <laughs> as long as long as our uh, legalities are covered in uh, in Belgium, I think we should be good. Yes, as long as we can eat our Belgian waffles too. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we need to. Somehow get the Eight Bit Waffles podcast back here, but that's. <laughs> but I'm going on a tangent now. But <laughs> that's all we do in here, isn't it? Um, um, I mean, this room is kind of, it looks like mint chocolate chip ice cream. So tangent is not exactly the right color, but <laughs> mm, tangerines, <laughs> tangerines. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm gonna um, after I leave here just change into a vegetable, but <laughs> but, but no. Um, so we have that panel that we're doing, mm-hmm. and then an hour before that, I have a panel coming up talking about uh, disability in the workplace. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how to work with people who are disabled, like some yeah. specifically around um, like autism and invisible disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's no loot boxes there. There's not even a box. <laughs> if, how about it? is there a microtransaction? I mean, the only um, no transactions. I don't okay. think micro or otherwise. Micro or otherwise, the okay. only um, the only microtransaction that there is is talking about how uh, people of autism um, are either unemployed. A ninety five percent of people of autism are either unemployed or underemployed. So, mm-hmm. a there'll only be small transactions with your bank account. So. Right. Right. Yes. Okay. Got it. So, not to say a joke, just to be very uh, matter of fact, but it's mm-hmm. just, it's just, eh. 
that is the um, crux of the um, situation. But uh, what else is there? Um, I mean, we could go. Um, we could go into what did you think of uh, PinguinCon last year? Um, I had found it a bit much to take in for my very, very first time. Um, this year I feel a little bit more equipped to, uh, understand what's going on and, uh, and, uh, you know, just to see what's what. I mean, I mean, this year from what my friends have told me, um, they're doing a lot less, uh, tech panels and tech things there. Mm -hmm. They've kind of, um, even though what's made the comp popular is like, uh, uh, what's it called? Having stuff like BeagleBoard and mm -hmm. Raspberry Pi. That's what's really gotten people to watch, uh, to, uh, come to this, uh, <coughs> Sorry, uh, this convention, they're um, now shifting a little more toward um, um, not questionable, but more um, um, how should I say this? Like, you, um, more like bondage type things. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, more, uh, let's say, uh, lifestyle and yeah, more lifestyle items. Lifestyle items like uh, friendship bracelets. Mm -hmm. uh, those are heavy air quotes, though. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yes, or uh, uh, things of that nature. That I mean, I'm not against it. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of my friends who have went to stuff like IT and the D, they're more into learning tech hardware like the uh, like Unix and mm -hmm. what are even hardware or mm -hmm. uh, Linux operating systems, things of that nature. Yeah, and I'm, you know that's stuff I'd like to check out too. So. I've never I've worked in a little 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 bit with Linux. Um like to have op, you know have opportunities to learn more about it so I know a little bit more of what I'm getting into. Um but uh is there anything in particular you're looking forward to at PenguinCon this year? I mean besides our the panels we're doing. Besides the panels, um the retro video games, the um, seeing the familiar faces, mm -hmm. um, and probably, uh, I'd say some of the room parties. Okay. Um, yes. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm usually up to seeing mm -hmm. <laughs> at this convention, getting to see familiar faces and, uh, probably want to get more to the check tracks this year mm -hmm. i haven't had it i haven't had a chance yet to check out the schedule and see what's what's on the you know what the various panels are that are happening so i'll have to 
Make some time to check those out. Yeah. Our panels or my panels are from uh, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Saturday. So very um, very nice, straightforward. A nice, a nice compact schedule there. Nice compact schedule. And I will um, <laughs> leave this little – I will leave this uh, little hint about the first panel, the um, disability awareness panel. Uh, I'm bringing in um, Autism Alliance of Michigan. So this is um, uh, uh, the people at Pinkwood do not know this at all. So <laughs> until they listen to this, until they listen to this, and I'm just going to. Uh, keep this hush at least for a little bit so that anyway if you're if you're one of the organizers of PenguinCon, disregard what ian just said disregard yes yes this statement is not a part of um uh what's it called uh um what ian says is not a part of the retro detroit nerdfighters podcast (laughs) right you know, just just pretend we talked about end game spoilers, and uh, we'll and uh, it'll just float right out of your brain. Or uh, uh, speaking of uh, uh, end game, there was this theory uh, for um, from Matt Pat from the game theorist that said that they. Uh, that there was no way that Ant-Man could crawl up Thanos and then burst out of him because they said that he has a um he is 750 times um stronger than the average man. Mm-hmm. So there's no way Ant-Man could do the thing that uh uh Marvel or um Fans of Marvel were um, trying to do. If it were that simple, it would have, you know. It, I I can't foresee it being that simple. <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> how can I say this? This um, that theory is going in the wrong direction, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> No, like uh, there's gonna be no sun shining on that theory. Ain't no sunshine when he's gone. Yes, <laughs> uh, I need to uh, watch more Markiplier. Or <laughs> oh, I mean, seeing that uh, T series is trying to get past PewDiePie, we might as well. Uh, Put in the title "Subscribe to PewDiePie," but <laughs> because neither one of us like him, correct? <laughs> he never sat well with me. He never sat well with you. Uh, but I, but I guess it, the kids like him. But in terms of um, getting things down to a T, I don't like T series much either. <laughs> but but. Well, what else do we have? Uh, the, um, um, we could talk about 
we can hint at things that are to come. I'd rather not say the name, but uh, um, there has been a lot of um, information out there in terms of the socials, like the social media and things like that, that are like classified or secret information that has um, been leaked. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've heard about those. Um, and that, uh, and some of, and you know, and you know, to the to the extent that these leaks, you know, kind of tell you know, truth to power, they're fine. But when they, you know, there've been more than at least more more than one occasion where these leaks have put actual real people in danger, in actual danger because of laws that apply in the countries where they live, and what the what the leaks reveal about them. Yeah, there's, you know, and, you know, I think, I think organizations like this that try to make themselves part of the story instead of just releasing the information and letting it speak for itself, you know, I think, I think it's a dangerous thing at times. I mean, a lot of the things that are happening, like within social media, is that, uh, I would say it's not, um, there is a certain amount of it, like even within this podcast, that it's like, oh, look at me. I want the attention. <laughs> but uh, but when the attention's brought on to somebody who's you know not in this room, never wanted to be in this room, and never wanted to be a part of our show, but we give them the spotlight anyway, that's where I think we, you know, we as content producers need to be careful. Yeah, it's – yeah. A, it's all about being able to um, um, show some ethics and know um, how to use unclassified, classified, secret information mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or confidential. Uh, um, it's to our discretion, but um, and. What was I going to say? Um, it's like... Uh, it's like politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we don't talk a lot about it. <laughs> like We um, try to make sure that we have all the information there so that... Uh, Make a make an inf- make our inf- own informed decisions. Uh, well, yeah, an informed or even a well informed decision, and in in this case, we won't name the person. I'm pretty sure that we're sure you've guessed by we're now. Anyway. Sure, you've guessed by now. I he's kind of an ass, but <laughs> but uh, uh let's think. Uh, I have seen a lot of um I have seen a lot on Facebook that um like certain people they uh like post a link to something and then it says content cannot be shown right now. <laughs> and it's the people who maybe should I say 
post more than I don't know, four times a day. Yeah, I've seen those, and um, you know, is it if it's something like that? Is it something that really needs to be shared? Um, is it something you should be sharing? Is it something that's going to inform someone and not just re- reinforce your own cognitive biases? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, and I do have a little bit of a confession to make. I have, um, I have promised on here and for my friends on Facebook that I would only use Facebook as a small extension of myself. But over the last few months, I seriously haven't posted much of anything outside of a picture of uh, March 10th. <laughs> it's kind of been my 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 uh, been my record too. I've kind of not really posted a whole lot of anything except you know what movie I happen to be at that night. That's yeah. pretty much all I post nowadays. Is I don't. I don't need that drama. Mm-hmm. I don't need dra- drama if somebody doesn't like something I have to say. It just. I'm comfortable with my opinion, how I arrived at it, and I don't need anyone else's drama. I'm. Yeah, I've. Um, within the last few months, I've been contacting a lot more people than usual. So. I mean, either like through social media or just to talk to people. Um, and I think that's. I think for right now, that's a good medium right now. Facebook, uh, not so much right now. Uh, YouTube, I'm using it more as like a, should I say, like a business platform. But outside of that, I've just been. Uh, communicating with people, whether it be by phone or meeting with them. And I think that that's how our species originally evolved anyways, to kind of have have a small group that we, you know, we interface with directly. And, you know, human society was never meant to be about, you know, running up, you know, massive list of friends and that, you know, you don't keep track of. Um and I think, you know, to the extent that platforms like uh, Facebook and Twitter allow you to do that, you know, I'm not going to say it's bad for bad for us. But, you know, I think I think you just need to keep perspective. Yeah. And I I mean, as much as I, um, I I'll always be kind of socially awkward, I just um, want to do my best to make sure that I'm. Um, um, not antisocial, <laughs> but but you know, me. and I I feel the same way. You know, I have my own moments of social awkwardness, and I prefer to let people experience those in person. Yes, <laughs> yep. As awkward as it may be, and um, <laughs> at least if I'm in. in you know, having that with with someone in person, they know me and have already forgiven me. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I mean, if I'm going to touch somebody, I'm going to ask them first. Uh, but that's just me, mm-hmm. just because 
even though asking would be awkward, it'd be considerably more awkward if you just went up and uh, poked on my things mm-hmm. like that. And uh, maybe that's a good place to leave it for this week. What do you think? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we've got a kind of um, ramble there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Phil, um, where can we find you? Well, next week you'll be able to find me at PenguinCon. So um, I guess, you know, until then, I'll be doing the Odyssey thing with Super Mario still and uh, going from there. Where can we find you, Ian? Well, you can find me. Uh, uh, I'd rather not quote um, Panic at the Disco by singing the song Nine in the Afternoon, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you could find I me. I thought you were going to quote a different song of theirs. Uh, what? Like. You think I'm going to be wearing the Emperor's new clothes or something? Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> or uh, um, I write sins, not tragedies? Or Maybe that's the one, yeah. That's the, okay. that's the one I was thinking of. Okay, no, no. But no, we are not sponsored by Panic at the Disco. We're sitting down all those, and being All those humble. sponsorship spots are available. Yeah, sponsorships are available at this uh, <laughs> wherever five local podcasts are sold. <laughs> but, but no, you can find me at uh, uh, what's my Twitter handle? Ian informed. Um, Ian informed with an A. Yes, informed with an A, and also informed dot com. Same as informed on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, um, we could go a little more into uh, Thanos jokes, <laughs> or uh, because and I think maybe we need to make up some fake endgame spoilers. Fake endgame spoilers. All right. Yeah. Um, um, I, I especially liked um, when Deadpool showed up. I like that too. Mm-hmm. When and he showed up with with two with with an Infinity Gauntlet on each hand. Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> that was pretty wild. Yeah, he blew his head up too. Uh-huh. So that <laughs> Yeah, he he yeah, he 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 uh blew his head up Ant-Man style, but for some reason it was only his head. His his uh, body remained regular size. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it was kind of disturbing to look at. I'm surprised they got away with that in a PG-13 movie. Yes, but then they then um, killed Batman and created the. Um, Although to be honest, Batman kind of had it coming. <laughs> kind of had it coming, um, but then they had. That's what the he gets ult- for stomping on Megatron's foot. Uh, and, yes, <laughs> and then they um, they said hello to Mister Rogers, mm. who stabbed all of them with a knife. <laughs> yeah, that that. I did not see that coming. I did not either. And then, uh, 
Who else? Um, Garfield was there. Garfield was Just, there because I of, mean he because wasn't of doing course, because of course it was a Monday, right? Oh, 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 <laughs> yes. It was and. Yeah, I'm surprised he was there, but he didn't really do a lot when he got there. He just kind of ate his lasagna and left. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but he then was replaced by the Cheshire Cat. Or was it Schrodinger's cat? (laughs) Well, they never really opened the box to find out. They never opened. They never opened. I kept waiting for them to open the box, but they never did. No, but we'd have to... Um, reference the three guys from seven, but mm. <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> uh, but uh, and then who else was there? <laughs> for some reason, the three Stooges were there. Some oh, why were the three Stooges there? I don't know. And they were they were they were riding on a on a Pegasus for some reason. I thought Deadpool was supposed to ride on a Pegasus. Well, you know, he, when his head when he had made his head super big, he kind of didn't fit on the Pegasus anymore, and that's, you know, the Three Stooges kind of snuck in there and rode away with it into the sunset, and uh, I think they ended up with one of the gauntlets. So. Yes, and probably a silver spoon. Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, but but then did did you was it did did you did you see? Was it the Silver Surfer then that that showed up and uh, chasing the Three Stooges? Um, I can't say for sure. <laughs> um, a, it could have been Silver Surfer or it could have been uh, Neo. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they were in the Matrix the whole time. And it turns out they were in the Matrix the whole time. <laughs> um and this then this was this was just the dream when the when when uh, Spider-Man fell asleep on the bus going to school at the start of <laughs> Infinity War. Uh, that was the wildest part of all. Yes, him going on the bus all the way to Pluto with uh the Magic School bus kids. <laughs> Dang it, Miss Frizzle. Miss Oh. I can't believe you remembered that. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to pull out her name <laughs> from all that. But um, so, yeah, go see go see Endgame. Don't get spoiled. Don't get spoiled by us. That's for sure. Don't get <laughs> don't don't get spoiled by us. Who's just uh, making stuff up and. Uh, but you'll never know until unless you see it. You'll never know unless you see it. I did hear that uh, uh, Endgame, I think, beat day one sales for Star Wars. Yeah, that is that is a true thing. That is a true thing. It's yes. probably going to be, when all is said and done, I suspect this will probably be one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah, probably... Uh, Number one or number two, or, mm-hmm. yeah, because um, it's going to probably hit off greater than Mash, but mm-hmm. just because it's, uh, for lack of a better term, Endgame. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but do you have any 
Hey, have you seen the movie yet? Yeah, actually, I have. Um, so maybe one of the spoilers I dropped is real. You never know. Uh, I you don't have to wait and see. I maybe none, maybe one, maybe all of them. Yeah, I um, I maybe all of them. I I know what it's not. <laughs> it's not lupus. <laughs> nope. No. It is not. It's never not. lupus. It's never lupus. Um but no, that's kind of a hint into what my um uh character will be at PinguinCon though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Um a for the uh folks at home, like my Number one costume that I've wanted to build is uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I've wanted to uh, have the trench coat and hat, and um, uh, what's it called? Uh, make the arms and the limbs mm-hmm. and the copter out of connects. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's my dream costume. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I am playing. It's not that costume. Um, this costume that I'm wearing is going to have a uh, uh, red jacket, uh, a blue dress shirt, a yellow tie, and white pants. <laughs> but I won't say who it is. It's mm-hmm. um, he's uh, known as like a uh, in his. TV shows and movies. He's a uh, master thief, but mm-hmm. but that's who I'm going as. But so that's where you'll find Ian next week. That's where you'll find me last week. Hey, next week, I will not be dressed up as Lone Star or any of the cast of um, uh, Spaceballs, but but. No, my character is set to duel against Thanos. <laughs> Absolutely. He got as good a shot as anyone else. Yes. It'll be a snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're going to leave it. Yes. Yes, as soon as we... Um, um, did we... Uh, Did we do our um, outros, or should we try to do our intros again? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we already did our outros. We are just kind of rambling, and we're continuing to ramble. We are continuing to ramble. We are... And I'm not sure how to stop the recorder here. Yeah, I wish I knew how to do that, too. So, um, uh, Phil... Um, <laughs> uh, could you pick an alternative universe where you will be? And um, we'll be. I'll in... poke somebody for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna. Well, there is a theory that out of all the multiple universes, there's at least one where I'm Batman, and I just mean the generic I. And that's the universe I want to imagine right now. So, yeah, I kind of ran out of material here. 
<laughs> ran out of material. You, um, I sure did. Yes, we um, we stopped using Cottonelle. <laughs> or what is it? Um, um, we have um, things that we're talking about stealing. We have no bounty. <laughs> <laughs> but none. Yes, none. Um, and um, as always. <laughs> um, don't forget um, to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome. DFTBA, please support your uh, fellow conventioners. And um, for the love please of all don't, that's holy, don't spoil Endgame for anybody. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And happy birthday, Dave. 